Herzlich willkommen, and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. It's time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga and more. For that, we are joined by Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Chris, match day 10 was capped off with what the Bundesliga described as Super Sunday. The top four teams faced off. Union Berlin proved to Dortmund history does not always repeat itself. Yeah, well, you know, you have to look at Union Berlin and Dortmund. History does not always repeat itself. The last time Union had been beaten at home, Dortmund did it. That was last February. Another thing, all teams involved had European duties, so there was no fatigue excuses. You know, I expected a lot more from Dortmund. They missed some chances early on. Emery Jean should have converted from close range. His header was a bit too high. Then Jude Bellingham had a free kick. You know, but all fingers have to point to Dortmund's goalkeeper, Gregor Kobel. You know, he just made his Bundesliga return after a spell on the sidelines. He should have stayed on the sidelines because you just couldn't explain how he lost his footing on a pass from his own teammate. I mean, he made it easy-peasy for Yane Cabrera to convert. And then also another bad pass later in the match from Adeyemi led to Yane Cabrera coming away with a first-half double pack, you know, uh, converting a rocket from outside the box. That was provided by Becker. You know, uh, nothing really to show for it offensively uh, from uh, Jordan or uh, Becker. Jordan actually limped off the pitch. But in terms of Dortmund, Ed Tessic tried to change the lineup. He actually injected Marco Royce who was a question mark for the World Cup, but uh, given the fact that he checked in this match would suggest that he he might be fit for uh, Flick to select, you know, but uh, all in all, you, you know, uh, Union Berlin were clearly the better team despite not having the ball as much. Union Berlin might have gotten away with the penalty on Mats Hummels inside the box. He did get thrown down, it looked like to me, but Union, the iron, as they're called here, we're just clearly the better side. I mean, their Cinderella story continues and continues. And if they continue to get offensive production and capitalize on mistakes made by other teams, other teams slip up, who uh, are arguably title candidates as well, it just makes it that much more easier. It kind of clears the path for Union Berlin. And uh, Dortmund, you know, <laughs> I know Dortmund supporters are like, which Dortmund are we going to get? You know, are we going to get the Dortmund that kind of pull it together last minute? and uh, start converting goals, or are we going to get the Dortmund that we ended up seeing here in Berlin on Sunday? Well, one thing is a fact. They dropped to eighth, and they've lost 40% of their matches. They've only played 10 matches. Do the math. They've lost four. Dortmund are, are, are a lot better than that. I'm sure they're going to try to figure things out. You know, but uh, all in all, give a lot of credit to Union Berlin. And Bayern, despite missing a few pieces, made light work of Freiburg. Yeah, uh, Thomas Müller was out. Uh... Manuel Neuer was out starting in the lineup. His first start all season, Eric Chopomoteng. I like the lineup. Chopomoteng, Sané, Mane, and Gnabry. I mean, those four together, you know, maybe Nagelsmann, you know, lucked into this lineup because they just proved uh, to Freiburg, basically the second best defense in the Bundesliga, only conceded eight goals, the same as Bayern, that they're just too much to handle. You know, Gnabry headed in Byron's first goal. He could have had a hat trick if he had not misfired a couple of times. Eric Chopomoting's goal just looked too easy. 
He definitely needs to get more playing time on the pitch. I mean, he's mature, he's seasoned, and he can convert goals. And he does have the stature as well to convert in different ways. And then we saw the left foot of Leroy Sané. You know, Sané is doing marvelous things in the Champions League. He leads Bayern with four goals in that competition. You know, and then uh, Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane has gotten a lot of criticism. Maybe he's not producing as much as those would have expected, but he scored a beautiful floater over the stretching arm of Freiburg's goalkeeper, Mark Flecken. You know, Bayern clearly are on a different level. No one on Freiburg's side came to play, you know, from my vantage point. Scoring five goals when you include Marcel Sabitza, who checked in. You know, Nagelsmann kind of plucked him from RB Leipzig. He, he made it five goals the first time Freiburg's conceded five goals all season long. And it's a basically uh, a statement to the Bundesliga. And that statement Byron's made is we are coming for our title. You know, I, I think, it, and it also speaks to the depth, obviously, at Byron's disposal because, you know, they looked head and shoulders above Freiburg in this one. You know, and uh, given all that, they still trail Union Berlin by four points. What other results stood out for you, Chris? Yeah, well, uh, Frankfurt, who are number five, they smoked Bayer Leverkusen, who dropped to 16. Both sides lost in the Champions League, but Javi Alonso, who recently took over for Bayer Leverkusen, not sure how long he'll last, considering the last two matches, Leverkusen have been outscored eight goals to one. Uh, congratulations to Stuttgart. They won their first match thanks to Silas Mfumpa. You know, he had an assist and two goals in that match. Always when you get your first three points, Maybe it's a step in the right direction, although that victory was over Bochum, a team that looks destined for uh, relegation. And there's a new top four. Hoffenheim is now fourth after getting past Schalke. So it just says how competitive, you know, the Bundesliga has been, and especially when you factor in this Winter World Cup that's approaching, it could get that much more interesting after that break and, you know, the domestic uh, duties uh, resume. Before I let you go, the German Cup resumes this week. What are your thoughts on that, Chris? Well, the cup holders, RB Leipzig, they play Hamburg. You know, a former, you know, Bundesliga side trying to fight their way back to the top flight there on Tuesday. That should be an interesting match. Uh, Wednesday night, though, is a match that stands out to me. It's Augsburg hosting Bayern. You know, their neighbors, basically Augsburg gave Bayern one of their defeats this season. And it'll be a chance to avenge that defeat. Uh, to their Bavarian baby brother. If not, if Bayern lose, it'll be another ejection from the German Cup for Nagelsmann. So that competition does not look so good. This should be a very interesting match. Every time Bayern go to Augsburg, Augsburg put up a fight. So uh, there's a lot of action to look forward to. Thank you very much for the Bundesliga update, Mr. Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Have a fantastic day further. Danke und auf Wiedersehen. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Aidan Hewitt and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Aidan Hewitt and Uli Presch. And graphics are provided by David Scullard. <laughs>